A quick scan of the average church website will usually show a tab of men's ministry, women's ministry, children's ministry, and all kinds of generational or gender ministries. But a scan of the Redemption Bible Church website lacks any of those things. Are we lacking in ministry at Redemption? This is Consider It, where we are considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word REDEMPTION and your question to 830-299-7505. Again, that's 830-299-7505, and we will consider your question. To learn more about our church and our ministry here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Michael Hawkins. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Today we have a question that is presented to us often. Does redemption have a women's ministry? Dun, dun, dun. Does redemption have a women's ministry? I hear that often, too. Like, as guests come in and, uh, you know, people will call into the church. They've been on our website, and they notice that it's not there. And so, like, wait, are, y- are y'all, like, a legitimate church? Do you have women's ministry? Do you have men's ministry? And, uh, well, let me just answer the question quickly, and then I need to intro somebody, and then we'll discuss it. The quick answer is yes! Redemption has a very robust women's ministry, and we'll talk about what that means here. But we have actually a special guest on Considerate today, and we really like these kind of questions like this that get that where we get to bring somebody who is wise and knowledgeable and very invested into these things. And so today we have the one and only Corey Hennessy. Hi, everybody. Hey. Welcome. That's right. I think you're, maybe not. Is there another Corey Hennessy in the world? Do you know? I don't. Okay. I said the one and only, but maybe, <laughs> maybe there <not>. is <laughs> another out there. But the one and only, at least that Michael and I know. That's right. And there's only one uh, here at uh, Redemption. Corey is uh, a great friend. Corey's a great servant here at church and leads in a variety of capacities on our worship team and um, and leads our women's ministry for this ministry year. She's also married to one of our pastors and elders, Cade. They have some kiddos, and she is uh, one of those uh, godly women that uh, that the women of our church can look up to. So, Corey, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. You're it was very... a exhaustive list of credentials that I don't know that I deserve. Well, Thank you. We <laughs> well, are being married to Cade is uh, a ministry in, its, that's in itself. That's true. That's true. That's true. As much as we love Cade, um, he is uh, he's only as great as the great woman that uh, lives with him. So, uh, so yes, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Like I said, uh, here, Corey is, uh, uh, leading the charge this year, this ministry year for our, our uh, women's ministry. And so it was only, uh, appropriate, I think for us to, to bring her on, even though, you know, it's, pastor and staff, we, we have oversight of these things, but, uh, uh, but really like Michael and I aren't women. And so, um, this, that's right. And, uh, and I think really what we're going to talk about today too also applies to our men's ministry and things because, uh, cause we do want to just talk about like, well, what's, what is the norm when people are asking about women's ministry? I think it's appropriate for us to just like consider, well, what does that even mean? Do we see it in the Bible? Like how does it fit into the ministry of a, of a church and, um, and to the, just the philosophy of why we do things yeah. and all that. So it's an, you know, an appropriate question because we do really care about the women of our church. So I think that's like, we need to say that up front. Like we need to, 
uh, we, we really do as a church. We value the discipleship uh, of the women of our church and the world. You know, there's uh, there womanhood is being redefined. Uh, it seems like every single month there's you know, or it's especially like biblical womanhood is being attacked and uh, and being demeaned. And so, uh, so we really do care about the women of our church and want to uh, um, we, we want to care well uh, for all ages of women, but especially our adult uh, women. Uh, here and so recently, you guys just had a, a a time together, a Saturday morning time in the Word, and you were talking about Proverbs eight, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's right. Tell us about that. It, like, was, what, great. it um, was great. There was a big turnout. We started with tacos and coffee, as mm. I think all things should. Absolutely, that's right. Um, yeah, we talked about Proverbs eight um, and compared it to Proverbs seven. So seven talks about um, an adulteress. Okay. Um, who, a bad example. A bad example. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know we're not uh, exalting an adulteress. Yeah. Um, gorgeous though she may be. Yeah. Um, but so seven is uh, a metaphor, right, mm-hmm. for um, foolishness. Mm-hmm. Um, but we spent the bulk of our time in eight, okay. um, focusing on what biblical wisdom looks like. Mm. Wise women. Wise women. You want to be wise. We do want wise to be wise women. and have okay. to have our feet firmly planted in the scriptures to even come close to being in the right direction. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's and what a, what a what a timely and important message mm-hmm. uh, for the women of our church mm-hmm. and the women of these days to be wise and discerning and how a how um, important that is just for women, you know, because they can get caught up in the message of the world yeah. and in what media is portraying, what they see on socials and, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, what the magazine, you know, culture and all that stuff is, um, mm-hmm. uh, is actual true biblical femininity and womanhood isn't just in how they look or what they do, but in the hidden qualities of the heart that's right um yeah. you know first peter three talks about that uh, as as well and so so that's cool um if i was a woman i would have loved to have been there but not allowed i was excluded <laughs> that's right i was excluded from it but one, one of the awesome <clears throat> feedbacks that i received from several of the women mm-hmm. that attended was just the uh the intentional time in the word mm-hmm. that yeah. they were just an impact on on chewing on the word, really digging in and and studying it together. Yeah, yeah, um, it was really encouraging to them. Right. Yeah. The, that and uh, the feedback I got too was in what you said and doing it together. Yeah. Ladies together in the word and interacting and doing so in community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not meant to live this Christian life on our own in isolation, uh, but uh, we are to have a personal relationship and a personal walk with the Lord but also to do it in community and so that was uh, that was super important. So let's just let's just take a moment now to actually like talk about like what's what's the norm in, in churches these days. You know, when people are asking even that the question that we hear does redemption have a women's ministry? There's there's probably some, you know, definitions or what people mean by that. And so you know, especially like Yukar, you've been involved in other churches and things and so when people are talking about like the, the women's ministry or just the norm uh you know like what is what else what's out there like what what are, what are the expectations that people have when they're asking that question right so i think um 
prepositions matter mm. in this conversation. Mm. Um, I'm kind of a nerdy grammar person, so mm. bear with me. But um, women's ministry, as it is traditionally um, understood, would be a ministry for women. Um, and so mm. women come with the expectation to be served themselves. Um, and I think uh, mm. contemporary book studies, I will call them, not Bible studies, but book studies really uh, pander to this desire yeah. that we have to be served yeah. ourselves yeah. and to talk about us. Yeah. Um, and so I think in, in many settings, not all, um, though the intentions are good, yeah. uh, that ministry for women can overshadow our biblical call to serve each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that just like flows right into kind of the prevailing philosophy of ministry in most churches and from people as well. It is a, you know, kind of a consumer driven idea. You know, we show up, you know, the average person, like we come through the doors and we expect to be served. You know, I come to church, you know, I come and I sit in the pew and I, you know, and and I receive from the stage. I'm a spectator. They are the performers. Um, and that, that kind of thinking, not just in like the overall Sunday morning, but that also filters into then, you know, gender ministries like this, like it women's is. ministry and men's ministry. And again, not necessarily bad and the content is good. Right. But it makes it about us. It so this is us. for a different topic, I'm sure. Right. But this idea of church shopping yeah. uh, is kind of in this same category. Right. How can the church serve me? Right. Do I like the music? Right. Do I like... Right. Do I like what they offer? Am I going to go get my groceries at HEB or Albertsons or Walmart or somewhere else? Is it cheap? Is it convenient? Do they have what I want? And mm-hmm. and so often, uh, yeah, folks will come to a church with that mentality and, and even with women's ministry. Right. And so that that is the norm. And, that, and again, that's not to like slam other churches necessarily or other people um, because we do want to be discerning. We do, you know, you don't just walk into any church and, 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 and just fall right in you do need to be dis- discerning mm-hmm. and there is an aspect of receiving in a, in a church right like, there is mm-hmm. that but that's just one side of the coin and so if it's like mm-hmm. oh and so coming back to the question of like women's ministry if that's the you know our thinking of like well am i going to come in is there going to be like you know all like these women's bible studies or book studies where i'm just receiving 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 but never mm-hmm. being challenged or never having to serve or participate um, is uh, man, it's 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 so one-sided. It's mm-hmm. lacking something significant that's right, right. important in our Christian walk, um, and that's also the the pouring out and and all that. And so, so that I think that's really important. Sometimes, maybe, like, is this maybe just a total um, male caricature of and lack of understanding of women's ministry of like you know thinking is like oh women's ministry is like doilies and teacups and uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, yogurt and parfaits and all that is that is that a total caricature is that bad Corey uh well those are different questions um so (laughs) um no I think there's something to the idea of kind of pastries and platitudes Mm. um but again intentions are good we I think churches want to serve the women that Mm. come to these things I mentioned we had tacos and coffee yes um and that's not inherently evil Right. right um but when decorations and desserts mm. distract from our main purpose yeah then we can get ourselves into trouble right right and that's, and I, that, that's a very helpful thing i think you're saying there because these things aren't wrong things mm-hmm. but when they become the main things right then then they become a wrong thing 
Right. And so, yeah, sure, they, if they are supporting the main thing, which, you know, as we've talked about, getting women in the Word, getting women in relationship and community with one another, if those are the priorities, then mm-hmm. uh, uh, and getting women serving one another and, and uh, interacting with one another, then, then these other things can be supportive of that, but they just can't be the main things. Yeah, I was listening to um, a pretty popular podcast the other day, and uh, they the topic was to take control of your thoughts, take your thoughts captive, mm-hmm. um, which is biblical and lovely, obviously, right? right? Yeah. But um, one of the things that they said was to keep God in mind, mm-hmm. um, which sounds okay, but really isn't. We mm-hmm. don't want to keep him in mind. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I don't know that they really expounded on yeah. who God is or what that even means. Okay. Um, yeah. But to keep him in mind is to be kind of like an afterthought yeah. was the vibe. Yeah. Um, but we want to keep Christ first yeah. in everything, deal right. with content, and then add flair later. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's when the flair becomes the distraction or even a point of contention or argument. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, I wanted these flowers or I wanted these decorations. Right. And it can it can become a not just a distraction but really a a point of contention and right. yeah divisiveness dis, yeah divisiveness right. disunity um, within and so when that becomes the issue then you know right women's ministry is not doing right. what right. you're hoping to do and pointing right. people back to Christ right and this I mean this isn't just an issue with women's ministry and things I mean this is in the church yeah. you know like the church building and the pews yeah. and the decorations or um, whatever that those things can get in the way yeah. and not that they are totally irrelevant or entirely unimportant like they serve a purpose mm-hmm. but that's just it they serve the purpose yeah and if that is the purpose, like have a really cool building or have really cool decorations and all that, then 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 we're getting sideways, you know, the cart before the horse or, or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we want to just continually be asking the question, well, what's the priority? What's more important? What's what's out there? And if we're not asking those questions, then we, you know, the the fade is always in the wrong direction. You know, you drift uh, towards towards the decorations and you know the mm-hmm. the. The distractions, and and that's that. We just don't want to do that. And thankfully, as a young church, as we do these things, we get to ask all the initial questions, and we start with a whiteboard and say, "Well, what is it all about?" Even as we're as we're building it, and mm-hmm. you know, may the Lord preserve us and protect us ten years from now right. from being at a place like that. But we want to hopefully be building a strong foundation right now when it comes to that. And so, so let's just talk more in depth then about well, what do we then believe? What do we do um, here at Redemption when it comes to a women's ministry? You know, um, I think. Uh, so we've, we've we've kind of alluded to some things here in our discussion, but but uh, well, what is it then? As we've decided, and what do we want to do? What are the main things when it comes to women's ministry, and that lead then our the philosophy of our ministry uh, to and for and of women. All those fun prepositions. The prepositions, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think what you said about um, being a young church and getting mm-hmm. to really build a upon a stable foundation. Yeah. That's good. Um, and as we move forward throughout the next decade, as we um, kind of go into each ministry year to constantly reevaluate um, what we're doing yeah. and to make sure that we're not drifting, just yeah. because something is working well doesn't necessarily mean that it's do- we're doing it the best yeah. that we can be. Sure. Um, 
and uh, I think comfort breeds a sense that we don't need to change. Sure. Right. Um, so to always be kind of vigilant. Um, yeah. And not veering. Um, right. And the people of our church change. And, sure. you know, like as people come and go and we're growing and all that, I think, yeah, we need to be constantly evaluating mm-hmm. how, how we're doing things. And are they, is it accomplishing the mission in which we're, right. uh, which we're called to do? And focusing um, on what that mission is, right? So For even sure. women's ministry, we have to define what ministry mm-hmm. is. I think mm-hmm. that gets lost too. Mm-hmm. Um, ministry has been... Uh, kind of misunderstood, maybe. For sure. yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's right. To yeah. be just service. Yeah. Um, but I can serve people in a very secular way. Yeah. Uh, women's ministry in a church context needs to have Christ on it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. If if He's not in it, then right. the body is dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The gospel has to be central in in all ministry. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it has to be the motivating factor behind it, and also the uh, the goal uh, with uh, within it that we're uh, mm-hmm. trying to attain. Like mm-hmm. we want to, sh- you, you can serve in a soup kitchen, you can rake somebody's leaves, right. you know, and and, which are and be things. great, which are absolutely right. great things, absolutely great things. But when it's a ministry purpose, it's because I'm doing this in order to build bridges for the gospel and hope that even if I don't get it there, I can get a gospel opportunity with people to, you know, when they ask, hey, why are you doing this or whatnot, I can say, well, it's because I love the Lord. The Lord's called me to love people and and uh, and to love you. And so we want to serve and be served. And so, yeah, when it's when it comes to ministry just in general, I think that's important. You know, it is the Great Commission to make disciples. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. even as it comes to the ministry, that's our, that's our mandate as a church. It's our mandate as Christians. And so it is also the mandate for our ministries. Like the, the, we have a mission to fulfill, you know, to glorify God through the fulfillment of the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a pretty lofty goal and only attainable, you know, and, and uh, through Christ. And when He returns, you know, it'll be uh, complete. But uh, but that's what drives our kids' ministry. It's what drives our student ministry. It's what drives our men's ministry. Um, that's what we are here to do: is to go vertical and to make disciples and uh, and to make mature and to multiply them. And so it's the same for women's ministry sure. as as well. Yeah. yeah. So ministry of women, yeah. then, is a collection of women who, though being served, like we've already talked about, mm-hmm. um, focus on serving each other yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and uh, So what does I, that look like? What does it look like? Yeah. Um, well, we have to be really careful that it doesn't become mm-hmm. something, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Extracurricular? Yeah. Women's ministry is not an extracurricular activity yeah. and is not optional. It is a much bigger deal um, than I think people want to make it because it's heavier and um, all the time. Yeah. Um, and it requires a vulnerability that is uh, potentially kind of scary. Mm-hmm. So here that looks like um, small groups, yeah. going to small groups, which are in-home gatherings, Um meet co-ed for 45 minutes ish um and then we break into uh, men and women yeah and that's where the discipleship 
that you were talking about, Blair, happens. Right. So women's ministry is not just like once a month? It is definitely not. Oh, yeah. okay. It is every day. <laughs> it yeah. is phone calls late at night. It is losing sleep over problems that your friends have because you're, you know, bearing their burdens with them. And um, it's a, it's a, a miraculous, hopefully, uh, kind of vision of what... Christ is for us. We are that for each other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When I, when I get this question, like the, the uh, question that's driving the podcast today, does redemption have a women's ministry? If you know, uh, a woman walks into our church as a first time guest or calls, you know, the church and asks this, my answer is always, yes, we have a robust mm-hmm. women's ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have women's ministry happening basically around the clock. You know, as w- women are ministering to one another, older's pouring into younger's, younger's uh, uh, loving one another and learning from older women and, you know, people at the same age bracket or maturity level, you know, ministering to one another on Sundays uh, in multiple homes all across the city, mm-hmm. you know, in our weekly small groups. Women are talking like text chains are going off the hook all, all throughout the day yeah. uh, amongst our, our women's. Uh, you know, the women of our small groups and women are meeting with one another and yeah, it's robust. And then as a support thing for this, we have these once a quarter uh, breakfasts together, right? We do. Yeah. We talked about the Proverbs 8, uh right at the last one. Those are quarterly. Um, I don't do dates, but there's a calendar out there somewhere. (laughs) Um, And then also every month we're doing um, gatherings here pretty sure that's third Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are reading scripture out loud together. Um, a couple of epistles, um, each time I think is how it's laid out. Um, but we read through it. We talk about, um, kind of basic Bible study techniques. Uh, what does it say about God? What does it say about people? How should it change me? Yeah. Um, but briefly and just kind of, a what did you see? Yeah. Um, type deal. And then we pray, which is, um, of utmost importance, I would yeah, say. Absolutely. Because um, that's what we want to do. We want to be um, women who stand on his word. Because, right. you know, like I said, ministry without Christ is not ministry at all. Yeah. 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 And so these other things that are happening are really kind of supportive of the ongoing right. means of ministry yeah, that the church the, already has. the equipping yeah. and the encouragement right. Right. and the... Right. Exhortation that matters. Right. And women who aren't in the same small group getting to know one another and building uh, a a wider network and community of relationships and and all that. And so, Mm -hmm. wow. Um, Man, that's that's awesome. That's that's great. Our ladies get in the scriptures. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I have a a question for you as a a man, as a husband. Mm -hmm. um, What does it look like for me to come alongside and, and love my wife? well and encourage her mm-hmm. in this idea of women's ministry so for like all the guys listening to the yeah. podcast today like how do we come alongside and, and help in that yeah i think be aware that things are happening yeah. uh, the quarterlies and the the read alouds um and encourage them to go um child care is an issue um for some um and sometimes we don't want to feel like we are burdening our husbands by asking them to yeah. 
sarcastic air quotes yeah. babysit the say, children. If, right. <laughs> if there's any, if there are any ladies listening to this, and that's how you feel, like right. you're burdening your right. husband to take care of your kids, that is straight out from the enemy. He is uh, the dad, dear kids. For sure, he can watch them for a few hours. Yes, and, yes uh, absolutely. And and they will be fine. They will be safe. They will be loved. And uh, and he is very capable of it. And if he's not. Then uh, we can talk about it, and we can uh, we have some great dads that and great older men that can mm-hmm. do some training and, <laughs> yeah, and, and sometimes work gets in the way and sure, schedules sure, sure, get sure. in the way. Yeah. But I think one of the things that we need to recognize as men is that this is a priority mm-hmm. to love our wives well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is is to either one help with childcare if we mm-hmm. are able, or two, yeah. you know, dish out the cash to, to pay for a, a babysitter right, so right. that your wife can go and be yeah. discipled. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a great question. That is. That's good. But if it's, if it's one of those things like, Oh, I'm going golfing this Saturday morning. I don't know. You know, like, uh, yeah, you can't go to the, to the ladies, you know, quarterly thing. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you, your wife going to that and you watching the kids and not going golfing is eternally right. more valuable. Yeah. Eternally absolutely. more valuable. I don't want to make it all about the guys. No, um, I just yeah. I think that's a that's a helpful thing in this conversation Mm because the uh, the reverse is also true. You know, we've got Corey here. The question is about women's ministry, Mm -hmm. but we also have in some way men's ministry uh, things, and we don't need to go through all of that. But like for example, we have here even this weekend our man camp, and guys are going away for a few days, and that puts a big burden on the women of our church to watch their kids and to be home alone and to. Uh, to take that responsibility, but it is so worth it for the wives to make the space for the men to go and to have some undistracted time away from work, away from responsibility, to uh, to pursue the Lord in, with the, in the company of godly men. And what that does in uh, in them is is uh, eternally rewarded. Yeah, it's that mutual care for one another right. and recognizing right. the emphasis on these important. Times and things, and if there is a, a woman in the small group who needs help, and she reaches out to your wife to, to yeah. give her the flexibility to say, right. like, "Go, you know, love your sister. Right. Um, I'll take care of the things at the the house, and, and vice versa. You know, go take care of your brother right. or whatnot." And just being understanding and recognizing, right. like you said, the eternal value that comes with that. Right, right, and it's not well, a threat, but. and it's not just eternal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there sure. are immediate, yeah, as, sure. you know, yeah. as soon as Cade comes home yeah. from a retreat or uh, right. one of the men's quarterlies, yeah. I mean, he's refreshed and right. we're able to kind of do our at-home jobs better. Right. Um, right. But I think it's super important to, in both of these situations, just to remember that, like, our marriage to our spouse here on earth yeah. is not the main thing, yeah. sure. right? Um, yeah. Super yeah. important. Yeah. <laughs> but if our relationship with the Lord is out of whack then you know as our marriages will be right right and and i think what we're touching on here is why we believe the way that we do uh you know women's ministry and men's ministry i think what we're what we're highlighting here is why we believe this is so impactful Mm -hmm. or at least the most impactful Mm -hmm. and some of the other you know things that we've talked about and then you know what's the norm in christendom and churches and all that um, not that there's no benefit or no impact in you know in those those philosophies of ministry or the way that those churches do uh, these types of ministries, but I think what we're touching on is the is why what we're doing. And I don't say this to like be boastful or arrogant, but why we believe that there's just so much impact. 
Mm-hmm. We have a limited amount of time. We have so much responsibility. We have, uh, you know, we have uh, uh, a lot on our, our plates. And so we want the most bang for our buck, if you will. <laughs> we, want, we, want, yeah. we want impact and we need to prioritize the main things so that we can, uh, uh, you know, so that we can be growing in, in Christ and encouraging our spouse uh, to grow in Christ in, in this way yeah. as well. Um, yeah. You know, we want to be healthy, growing, vibrant men and women. And so we need to make the space for that. You know, what's like in the greenhouse, like what you water grows. You don't water your garden, it's not going to grow. Right. And it's in each of these things. Like every time we're in church on Sunday, every time we're in small group and we break, mm-hmm. it's, it is like dumping fertilizer on, you know, on the flower of our faith. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then we go to these, uh, these, uh, uh, quarterlies, we go to these times and, you know, it's like, we're, we're getting the, the pulling weeds yeah. in those, those mm-hmm. signs and we're cultivating up the soil and, uh, and, and we just, we need to do that yeah. regularly. Can I add to your metaphor? Please. I, <laughs> I like metaphors. Um, all of that. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have to be super intentional that it's not uh, behavior modification. For sure. I want to be a super great wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just kind of willing myself to yeah. be a better wife yeah. because I know I should be. Yeah. Will fall flat yeah. Yeah. if metaphor, watch out for it. The sun yeah. isn't present at the garden. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So I got a good homophone in there too. Yes. Um, yeah, so we want to make sure that we have the, the root in order. Man, all sorts of gardening yeah, stuff that's happening. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right um, make sure that the root mm-hmm. is healthy. Right. Um, yeah. And then everything else will pour out from there. Yeah, that's so good. Because that, I mean, we didn't touch on it earlier, but it goes back. That is often the norm when we talk like women's ministry. It's, it is a yes. kind of a, a moralistic behavior modification. Hey, come to this thing. We're going to talk about how to be a great wife, how to be, right. you know, the best mom in the, in, in the whole right. town. Wash your and, face. That's right. And, and, and that's... Don't wash your face. Yeah, that's, that's just so... It's devoid of Christ yeah. so often. Yeah. Now, when we are in the Word and we are focused on Christ, that does in turn make us a more godly wife, yes. make us a more yeah. uh, well, Because uh, we understand godly mom. who we are in Jesus. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. It gives us the freedom then right. to... Um, and that, focus on others. Absolutely, yeah. and 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 there's there are practical things that come out of that when we are in community. Then, as we are learning from other women and how to you know how to love and serve our husbands, how to love and and uh, raise our our children, and 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 there are, there are real practical things that come out of that as we are pursuing Christ together. Um, and that are so important, but again, yeah. it's not. That's not the main thing. Like we're talking about here, when we get the, when we get some of these things out of whack, then it uh, it, it wrecks the whole thing and uh, yeah. spoils the whole garden. So we need that sunshine. Yeah, you're really touching on the togetherness, and you know, as the soul care guy, I get all fired up about this. That the beautiful thing about this approach to women's ministry is that. Everyone is actively involved mm. serving one another. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just sitting back, oh, I'm not equipped. I'm not capable. I'm right. just going to receive. Mm-hmm. It's that, hey, like if I'm a believer, yeah. I have the Holy Spirit in me. Mm-hmm. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, I am gifted. And so it's bringing all of our gifts together to serve one another. Yeah. And right. so this mutual idea of women's ministry and just ministry in general yeah. um, is... There's something right. It's beautiful. It. It's beautiful. It is, right. it is beautiful. And and uh, 
beautifully hard and not always a, a different kind of beauty than just external beauty. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, because it can be messy, you know, when you're, when you're in one another's it's like lives. It's Grand Canyon beauty. Yeah, that's right. A rugged beauty, yeah. right? Um, but but so worth your, it. Stepping out of your comfort zone and having hard conversations in love, yeah. mm-hmm. um, they don't feel beautiful and comfortable at the time. For sure. But at right. the end... You, yeah. you just see the fruit of that yeah. and the pruning that, that produces the the stronger, more beautiful fruit down the road is right. just... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What I want for, what we want right. uh, for the women at Redemption Bible Church is um, to grow in Christ-likeness. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, and one cannot be sanctified reading their Bible at home solely. Yeah. Right. You yeah. got to be with other people to help you walk through that. Right. Um, I have uh, benefited greatly from... Confessing things to people, um, talking about struggles, and them pointing me back to Christ and His yeah. Word. And right. have you prayed about that? And my answer is no. They're like, "Well, why not?" Yeah. <laughs> mm. you know? okay. We all need reminders. So. That's right. That's right. That's right. So praise God for the community of faith and the truth and all the tools that the Lord has given us. Mm-hmm. And so this has been a great discussion, and I'm sure there's more and maybe more questions that you have uh, as you listen about why we do what we do the way we do it when it comes to women's ministry. And we would invite those questions, would love it, either through the podcast or by reaching out to any one of us uh, on the uh, podcast today. But, Corey, let's just wrap up with this question then. Let's say uh, a woman comes to our church. She's new. She wants to get plugged in. Um, she wants you know, to develop relationships with women. Um, why don't you just kind of give us a quick summary. How can this woman, how can she plug in to the uh, ministry of women here at Redemption? Yeah, that's a great question. I think uh, first, it's okay to rest in the awkward Mm. Um, we don't get to know each other in five minutes. Um, there will be awkward pauses. There will be stumbling over what questions to ask when you're getting to know people. And that's okay. Um, that's part of the fun. Um, uh, and come, right? right? You can't have the awkward fun if you're not here. Um, come to church on Sundays, um, meet people, come to small group. We're told to gather. It's not optional. So we can't uh, expect to, uh, receive the benefits of what he has for us if we don't show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think what I, the word that comes to mind as you're describing all that is participate. Right. <laughs> Come. Right. Right. And as we use the beginning, the it's not the performers and the spectators. All of us are participating in ministry. Yeah. Um, no matter where our seat is in the mm-hmm. worship center, no matter what uh, role we have in the gathering, um, we all participate in some manner. And so um, if you are a woman to church, we would invite your participation Absolutely. into the ministry of women here at Redemption and trust that you will grow in your love for Christ, your love for uh, your family, and uh, your love for people. Uh, really believing that community is uh, is built and not found. Um, and so the work that you put in to participate, you will uh, be richly rewarded from the Lord. So. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for tuning in to Consider It, where we are considering your questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church of New Braunfels, Texas. If you would like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 830-299-7505. To learn more about our church and the ministry here, visit redemption.bible. 
Thank you for your support and listening. Join us next time as we consider it.